on a very special 100th episode of the Pixel Response Podcast. Paul watches a movie, Nathan plays a video game, and the boys discuss an award show. And we're back. The one and only place to hear the snarkiest bastards on the internet. As always, I'm your host, and with me is Nathan, the other host. Hey. Hey, I that's hope we can actually true. enjoy that reputation. I would love I that. D- I don't think that's true. I'm pretty well, like, sure like Total Biscuit has a couple million followers over us, and he's way more cynical. Is he like he's just like Nelson Mandela? Eh, did he do that? Probably. Like he oh, is the okay. type of person to do that, and then people will give him shit, and he'll be like, "Whatever, man, I'm making money." Really? <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, I guess I just I just assume he's always just complaining about some video game related thing because that's his bread and butter. Like he doesn't get involved well, in the politics. Cause that the big thing that like pissed off a lot of people a couple years ago, back in like 2007 or something, when he was still up and coming mm-hmm. a little bit, is that uh, he got pissed off about something, went on to Reddit or no something awful, and basically said just because you're an atheist doesn't mean you're smart, and did this whole post about how atheists are fucking retarded. Or okay. something, yeah. <laughs> so that people still bring that back up, where it's just like, well, according to this pose and blah blah blah, like, and he's like, I think he has made mention of it a few times, where he's just like, like you're not allowed to be human on the internet, sort of thing. Like you can't have a breaking point or something because it'll haunt you for the rest of your fucking life. <laughs> like, don't break your character, kind of? Or... or something. I think he just took that and, like, made it his character, though. Okay. So, I guess that's one way to do it. Okay. I but... mean, as a formerly super zealous atheist, like, yeah, I guess... I don't know. I don't know how to weigh in on that topic. The thing is, I don't think he's particularly Any religious. camp can be super annoying, though. For sure. I don't know. Every camp. Oh, Any and every. The right. Apple camp. Apple fanboys. Yeah. There's them. Fans of things. I don't know. That's Speaking too of broad. fans of things, we want to thank Foxy the Kid for that <laughs> intro. <laughs> yes, except our fans. That That's that's great. Thank you so much. <laughs> I, I don't know. Two I into be... Doctor Who. If, if so, I have questions for you. I think I would be happy if they were overzealous and were just like, no, fuck this guy. That's the people you want to be listening to. (laughs) I think I'd be okay with that. I guess so. Just like cultivating a little army. Yeah. Just like go to war with other sites with our little posse, our little militia. There is, I mean, it is little, but some of them can be pretty militant, so I'm happy with that. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. Oh, man. But he's not wrong. I watched a movie and you played a video game. <laughs> True. I Among played other things. A video game. And we did I I watched an award show and we'll probably talk about it. Sure. Um I'd like to talk about it because I, I don't know. It almost seems like the iron cooled like immediately. Like everyone's just like, whatever, stuff got announced and it's it's two days later, who cares? But I still kinda wanna just look at 
the angry feedback about that show and then kind of try to be like, hey, guys, this is a good direction overall. Let's just get into it, I guess. Is that okay? Okay. Yeah, let's do it. So, so the VGX happened, the live stream with awards, as you put it. Yeah, which is the 10th year of the Spike Video Game Awards, but they've kind of transformed into just an online presence exclusively. Like in years that's past, probably smart. I, I think it's great. Like that's a great idea because in years past, it's been like this weird, awkward, like crossroads between like mainstream media and nerdy, nerdy shit. So it's just like Snoop Dogg comes out and then is like, all right, here, here you go, guys. Here's the nominees for best RPG. Uh, we got Dragon Age, Demon Souls, and I'm just sitting there going like, "What the hell is happening? Like, why? Who? Why is this your person for this? Like, this doesn't make any sense." I bet Snoop Dogg hasn't played Demon Souls like a minute of his life. Like, it just doesn't right. make any sense. So, or like Jessica Alba walking out and then saying, "I played Mario when I was a little kid." Anyway, here's the trailer for Dark Souls Two. Like, these were real things that happened in years past. And right. I would watch them and just kind of shake my head and just not know who this was for. Like, are fans of Jessica Alba tuning in just to see her and then kind of putting up with a Dark Souls trailer? No, Late. Spike got Jessica Alba because they spent a shitload of money getting all this shit on TV. And to keep their advertisers and people that gave them the money happy, they need to tr- put in name draws to the yeah, show. Yeah, like, it kind of just seemed like this show was created by weirdos. Like, it's like... People who are way into video games, like, the culture isn't there. Like, it's just wrong. They've inserted, like, Samuel L. Jackson in there. And, and, like, the one year they almost had it was, like, Jack Black seems, like, more appropriate. But it was also just kind of a giant ad for Brutal Legend. For Brutal Legend, which is, like, arguably the worst game that that studio's ever done. But... Yeah. (laughs) But, you know what? At least they tried, maybe? Like, hey, if you're into RTS mashup things maybe maybe that was your jam i i just could not have been less into that game it was just a bummer but the thing is that game was okay though until that came in sure yeah yeah yeah. like i don't want to like totally crap on double fine or whatever like it's just coming off of psychonauts i was like on cloud nine like watching every trailer that came up just reading their blog every day and then brutal legend came out and i was just like what oh i'm gonna play on chart two because that's really good, and then just left and never finished it. But whatever. Aside from all that, in years past, it's been this weird, bloated media thing. I guess also GameStop ads, like, every two minutes, like, just a trailer would play. It's like, power to the players, pre-order tonight at GameSpot. GameStop, rather. Also GameSpot. Not not whatever. Yeah, both like, of them. <laughs> ads everywhere. And this year, it was way scaled down. It was just Joel McHale and Jeff Keighley hanging out in, like, a room with a drunk cameraman. And a bunch and of Mountain Dew and Doritos everywhere. There wasn't even that stuff. It was There should have been. That would have been funny if they actually, yeah. like, played on that. There was no, like, double XP, anything. Like, it was just kind of like, hey, we're here. There's going to be a bunch of video game commercials. Like, Joel McHale was being really snarky and cynical, and some people weren't into that, but that's kind of his whole thing. So being angry at it didn't make sense to me. Like, I mean... I wasn't laughing my ass off or anything. It wasn't, like, hilarious. It was just kind of for a live stream with Joel McHale. It was just like, yeah, whatever. Dude, Dude's doing three hours. He's just kind of hanging out. 
he kind of cares sometimes about some of the stuff. Whatever. That was fine. Um, but yeah, he would just kind of... Like, at one point in the show, he was just like, we have got a bunch of world premieres, trailers, and exclusives, basically a bunch of fancy words for video game commercials. Which is kind of true. Like, it's just, hey, this is just hyping video games. Like, there's no way around that. This is just an ad show for future video games, because that's just what video games do. And then there were people kind of getting upset about that, being like, you don't watch the Oscars and then see a giant trailer for Avengers 2. And you're just like, you're right, but what would you rather see? Just, like, the game industry jerking itself off? Like, like kind of, yeah. Really? Okay, because, like, that's what the movie that would awards be great. are. The movie, like, movie awards are just, like, Hollywood blowing each other. Like, it's just garbage. It's just like, yeah. hey, everyone, high-fiving everyone in the party. And I don't know why I watched it for so many years. I think it's just because... I like movies, so I, I would see a lot of the movies. I'm just kind of curious, like, oh, Christoph Waltz won. I like that guy. Sure, whatever. It feels but like the thing you have to do, too, to be part of the scene. The culture or something. Or something. Yeah. yeah, but then, like, so much of the content is so bad. Like, it's just, it, like, it sh- like my, my point really is just v- VGA shouldn't have ever aspired to become more like movie awards because movie awards are garbage. So instead they went in, like, let's just embrace internet stuff which is incredibly stupid in its own way, but at least it fits. So it's like, hey, we right. got special guests, Smosh, Mega64, and PewDiePie. They submitted Oh, wait, videos. really? Yeah. That's amazing, actually. That's pretty great. And you're just like, okay, well, some of these, like, I'm going to say all but one of those aren't funny at all. Right, but... Mega64 is what I was talking about that was great. Yeah, I, I was into their video. It was Todd and Aaron yelling about stuff, and there was some okay jokes in there. Oh, they but, did a like, Todd and Aaron? They did a Todd and Aaron. It was, it was fine. Okay. It, was, it was pretty great. They made fun of the Ooh Yeah. They made fun of Nintendo. It was great. Um, But yeah, whatever. Like, they're at least video game culture people. Like, it's just like, yeah, Smosh has, like, a video game presence. They have their own site for that. PewDiePie, like, like it or not, dude is way into playing video games and then editing. He is an advertiser. Out. Yes. I had no idea, like, are all of his videos like that, like super chopped up? Yes, every single one. Like every one is maybe five to ten minutes long for like a five, 50 hour game or something. Jesus, I I thought he was just doing full Let's Plays. So I was kind of just like, okay, well, like whatever. Dude's playing Amnesia, showing that game off for people. Like I thought I was seeing a best of clip show or something whenever I saw that, but that's just his stuff, huh? He just that's just totally his stuff. So like, I mean, for some of the shorter ones, he'll just play through, and I'm sure those are great because you don't have to edit or waste any time doing that. But like, like for great. something like Amnesia, now yeah. we don't get to see the like hour of looking around doing nothing that's boring. We get to see the jump scares that are hilarious. Like just jump scares. It's all punchline. All he's an time. advertiser. Like, just okay. through and through, I would think. Yeah. Like, he was playing State of Decay, and I was just like, oh, man, I have, like, no sense of this game watching this video, because it's just, like, like whatever, boring, cl- skip, zombie in my face, skip, falls off building, skip, blast, and it's just like, I don't know what's happening. Like, it's just nonsense right now. So, like, I don't know, what benefit does the game publisher get out of that? Like, it's like their game doesn't even look like it would normally in a video like that. That just seems like weird content. I don't get the like 20 million subscribers be having a chance to see it the day of release. Like see horribly chopped up. Like it's just a platform for him to be goofy. Sure. 
But okay, he it, says, okay. buy this, and people buy it, and the advertisers are like, this is great, we're going to keep doing this. Okay, whatever. I, old man doesn't get PewDiePie, whatever. Is he older than we are? How old's that dude? Um, No, he isn't, I don't believe, but I don't get any of that scene myself. Whatever. Like, Huge. I, I don't need to like understand it. It just fits better than stuff they've done years past. Like, LL Cool J makes less sense than PewDiePie. In this context, right? Hello, Cool J always makes less sense <laughs> in every context, except so, for uh, Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, that was, dude, he killed his bird and then he throws the lighter and the whole place explodes. And I was like, this is a great movie. That's a that great was movie. A good lighter. It is a good movie. And that yeah. lighter throw, boss. That was the <laughs> best part of the movie. Um, all right. Speaking of Deep Blue Sea, Samuel Jackson has hosted in years past, and I was trying to find clips of that kind of stuff just to show Britney, like, this is what this used to look like. Like, this was this show, like, a year ago. And all they had was kind of the inserting Samuel Jackson into various video games thing they did last year. But, like, you still see the difference in production quality scale with that, because it's like the Telltale generated assets and new voice work and junk just to put Samuel Jackson in place of Lee in a scene from Walking Dead. And then they just have that play out. And it's just like a one minute bit or whatever. And then they put him in Minecraft, they put him in Dishonored, all the shit. Like, none of that kind of stuff happens. Like, the closest thing they did this year was like just lazily re-edited like, uh, audio for some clips. So it's like Lara Croft calling in to the show to find out if she was nominated. But it's just a cutscene from the game where she's using a radio tower anyway. And they make sure to kind of pause on bits where her mouth is hidden. It was terrible. But Ugh. it was internet. So I was okay with it. I don't yeah. know. Well, I, like, they're starting to pound, pander to the right crowd now, at least. Yeah. Like, there were parts of it where I was just like, I this is just bad. Like, they had Odd Future on there. Like, Tyler, Tyler the Creator and all his buddies. And oh my god, those dudes on a microphone was, like, some of the most cringy... Like, I'm not saying while they were rapping, just while they were, like, talking and hanging out at the show, those dudes were, like, blazed out of their minds and drunk off their asses. So they were rappers. Okay. Yeah. It was so crazy. Like, it's just, like, no TV show in the world would cut to those dudes and then not immediately be like, we're experiencing technical difficulties. Oh my god. Like, turn this off. Turn off all these cameras. Do not let that man speak ever again. Like, he was just talking about, like, killing hookers in GTA. It was awesome. And then him and his bros were just, like, not telling jokes. It was so bad. But again, you couldn't get that on TV. Like, the amount of cursing that was going on. They did a full uncensored rap show centered around the music of GTA Five, And it was just, like, filthy. But you couldn't do that on TV. So I'll take it. Like, this is internet. Let's embrace internet age dumb shit. And it, it was that. And then on top of it, they gave awards to some cool games. Um, although that's kind of where I'll have to kind of put a pin in my praise of the show. And they're still committing the sin of not handing out all of their awards they talk about on the show. So they're like a distant third, maybe, in their priority list of like stuff going on. So it's like, this is ostensibly an award show, but really we're just here to show off like Titanfall trailers and stuff. And like... Right. An- and show off like trailers for uh telltale's new game of thrones game like stuff like that um that said just brief aside no man's sky was actually a kind of cool announcement 
I was not expecting anything of that scale to come from the Joe Danger. People. I still haven't seen it. I really want to see that trailer because everybody blew the fuck up about it. It was so weird hearing like Jeff Keighley kind of pitch this trailer. It's like, all right, the guys who made Joe Danger are working on a new game, and here's the trailer. And I was like, okay, so some goofy like, have you played Joe Danger? It's basically like Trials with a goofy big nosed mascot. Yeah, it's actually okay. It's okay, but the like the scale and just tone of this was so weird. Like, I, like it opened, and I was like, oh, it's like Space Miasmata. All right, sold. And then dude gets in his spaceship and flies away. And then it's just like, oh, no, there's like procedurally generated planets. Yeah, there's islands and underwater, but there's also just tons of this sci-fi stuff that's just all like going like interactive pieces. Whatever. Super ambitious for like four people. I hope it works out. But like I'm still pretty cautiously optimistic, maybe like it's just like this could be a total train wreck, like if they don't have enough people to kind of pull it off or whatever. But that said, Mia's motto was like two guys. And I thought that was really awesome. So. Maybe maybe they could pull this off, but yeah, the, sure. their inspirations, all that stuff, was like classic sci-fi. Like they were saying Arthur C. Clarke and like Heinlein, uh, and also the cover art from all those that era of paperback sci-fi, which is just like, all right, this is this is good stuff. You're speaking my language. I was not at all expecting that from those that team, so that that was kind of cool. Um, oh, and Remedy showed off Quantum Break a little more, but whatever. Again. They didn't hand out all the awards. So in years past, they would always just have like a weird little montage of just like, here's this year's winners. And there'd be like 12 categories that just go by this year. They didn't even do that for like most cool. of them. Good. Like they handed out five awards maybe. And there, there weren't like speeches or anything really except GTA five. But I don't know who was accepting it. Like there was just three people on screen a uh, lady was kind of had a microphone and was talking. I was like, who, who is this? Like, there's no descriptor on the screen. Like, is this the producer or something? Who, who is this? Are those two guys, the housers? Like, what am I looking at? No information. So they definitely weren't really giving the winners attention in a way a award show would normally. But again, mm. I don't know. Like, if you're just looking at this as just like this is game trailers top ten games of the year or something like it's just their game of the year feature essentially and it's not really important. Uh, fine, but if they're trying to kind of establish themselves like no, we we're like the guys. We have this council of judges. This is authoritative in some way. Like they failed to establish that at all. Their winners were fine though, I guess. Like Gone Home picked up a couple awards. Uh, GTA Five won game of the year. Naughty Dog won Studio of the Year, so stop bitching, everybody. Like, stop doing that, please. Why did they win Studio of the Year? They released one game that wasn't compelling enough to make me play more than an hour of it. Um, I don't know. It it was it was heavy, man. It had like dark themes in it, dude. It had, like, oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. No, n- now I understand, and I'm wrong. Anyway, continue. Well, you didn't get to the winner chapter, so yeah. The winner chapter. All my peeps who played Last of Us know what I'm talking about. I'm nodding at them right now. It's fine. Are you being serious right now, or are you being sarcastic? Oh, I, I'm saying someone somewhere would be like, oh, that was some dark subject matter right there. That was pretty That was pretty edgy. But um, does that person's opinion matter? Because I'm betting it doesn't. To me, like, that game was fine. I, I found it pretty compelling. Like, I guess, unlike you, I, I, I thought it was pretty cool. I, I played through the whole thing. That's it. It's like starting to just kind of sink on my list a little bit as I'm playing more stuff. Like it, it's probably on there still, 
but we'll see, you know? Can like, you name 10 games better than it this year? Uh, well, definitely not Brothers. Uh, see, sure. Stealing I, jokes from podcast. I, um, I tried playing a bit of that. It's boring. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thanks for having my back on that one. It is. Yeah. Well, it is boring. I turned it off because I was bored. Mechanically, it's, yeah, real simple. It's just like... No, I got... It's not even that. It's the fact that, like, I'm trying to do this thing, and this stupid kid in the town that you go to right away is blocking my path, so I said, fuck it. He's probably right, and then I turned it off. All right. Like, fuck that kid. I'm not gonna play around with this shit. Like, show me an adventure. Don't show me a kid blocking my path the whole way arbitrarily. That's Mm -hmm. fucking poor. Oh, man, arbitrary is the name of that game, dude. They just, like, come up with ways to limit what you can do. And, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I did not. I did not enjoy it. Um, ten games are better. Uh, let me just see what I got in this pile right here. Uh, Grand Theft Auto V. Um, Super Mario 3D Worlds. Uh, a Link Between Worlds. The Zelda game. Um, did Jordan Mechner's Prince of Persia come out this year? Or um, for, the, for sake of argument, we could say it did. Okay. No, nah, I'm just bugging it. That, that's just in a pile here. Um, I, I don't know, dude. I was thinking of uh, Call of War as Gunslinger. That was actually a pretty cool thing. That's that's pretty okay. cool. Uh, well, the Spel- way the way the story was told, I think, is what you like. Not so much necessarily just the game. Well, the game is just a shooter, but it's really just how they. I mean, I guess kind of speaking of Prince of Persia, the way they do like the narrator, kind of explaining like what's going on, and but then also like he's not reliable, and that changes the level, which was kind of cool. So it's just like I was fighting like thirty dudes, and then someone's like, "What? That sounds stupid." And you're just like. Yeah, you're right. There was like six, and then that actually affects what you're playing. But I That's pretty good. They do some neat stuff with that. Um, I don't know. I I could probably sit here and try to ponder a few more games. Papers, please. That was really good. Um, well, I mean, we still have like two weeks and a half almost. Yeah, we still have a couple weeks. You know what else is better? Saints Row Four, which was not nominated for any awards in the VGX. So, are you being serious right now? Kinda. That game. Okay basically addressed my big issue with saints row the third in which there is a lot of crazy stuff in that game but they don't let you have it for way too long so it's just like hey shoot shoot these cars uh protect this uh person during this drug deal this is fun right i was just like fuck no it isn't there's a laser plane let me use that there's like no you, you can't use that like they limited you all the time and this game is starting to do that periodically now during some of the story missions, which is kind of bumming me out. But for most of my, like, 16 hours I played it, it's just Crackdown 3. So if you like Crackdown and you wanted it to have way more electronic music and, like, a better sense of humor about itself, this is really great. I, I have like Crackdown 1. Okay. I like yeah. Crackdown 2. Crackdown 2 was super lazy. Yeah. Um, Okay, Crackdown 3, which doesn't exist, but Saints Row 4 is arguably also kind of lazy, but it doesn't bother me at all. Like, people, like I was I was worried going in because I heard it just reuses Steelport. They just took the exact same city from 3 and dressed it up a little bit. Thing is, because of the way you're navigating that world now, it might as well be a totally different place. Because I'm just, like, jumping all over the place and flying around. Like, I'm not in a car, so I'm not driving the same streets ever. I am jumping on top of skyscrapers, so it doesn't matter. Like, it's just like, I have never Game of the year. before in this world, so whatever. And, okay, I I, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I was just like, okay, well, if I'm going to be playing as a character, I need to be a hot lady. 
that's just you need that. But I agree with you. Yeah. Nolan North provided voices and I want to hear all that. So I'm just a lady with Nolan North's voice now. And well, I, was, I mean, you arguably have the best of both worlds. And so, yeah, I'm just juggling both. Then I was going through the clothing store and I was like, oh, shit, there's a spiky wig that basically just looks like Goku or something. I'm going to make this all blonde because I don't know. And then I found the wizard robe and that was it. I left the store. I bought that thing and I have not looked back. I have like a wizard robe and giant spiky wizard shoes and a giant Saiyan wig. And I'm just jumping all around. It's awesome. And yeah, they just they do some goofy video game jokes and stuff in there, which they, they did in three. Um, one of them legitimately impressed me, though, it, just on a technical level that I guess I won't really get into too much. But there is kind of, OK, there's kind of a side scrolling section. And they managed to somehow boil down your created character into, like, sprites or something that looks like sprites. And I don't know how they did it. Like, I was just expecting them to give me some generic character skin or something like they did in this other mission. But they just are like, no, we managed to figure out how to make your guy look like a 2D sprite. And I was like, I don't know how this this is happening. This is amazing. This is really, this is a miracle right now. Technical miracle. Pause the game. Brittany, wake up. You need to come see this. And, yeah. That that was the thing that happened. Nice, yeah. <laughs> it's like look at that. It's like what? It's, 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 it's beat him up, but my dude is there. It's got the that's when you got. The, that's when you got the look. That's like a mixture of like that's awesome and are you fucking serious? I have to get up in two hours. Yeah, yeah. Uh, worth it though. That's a good look. Yeah, giant giant binges of that game. Like I will say, like just two six hour sessions probably, and then some like in between time here and there. So. I, I was pulled in pretty hard. Just collecting stuff, like just picking up shinies. There's just stuff hidden around, and then you upgrade your guy, and you get better powers. And yeah, generally pretty fun. That said, in some of the story missions, they just kind of arbitrarily take away your powers. And even though the character complains about it, it's still no less not fun. You know, like it's just well, like, it's that thing where it's just like, oh, it's satirical because it's poking fun of itself at itself. But then it's like. Well, I still have to do it. Yeah, this so. is bullshit. Like, I still have to just play a generic shooter mission now, when before I would be able to do a super stomp and then jump up in the air and do, like, this dash b- towards the ground and then switch to my ice beam. Like, it just takes all of this cool stuff away, and you're just like, no, you made the combat, like, manageable this time, and then now you're just resorting back to gunplay, and I have not been focusing on my gun, so I have, like, no ammo. Like, I'm, I'm switching to the dubstep gun, which is funny, but not a good weapon. Like, it's just, yeah, there, there, there are problems still in some of the mission stuff. But I don't know. It, it, something about it is just clicking more with me this time than Saints Row the Third did. Like, it gets goofy faster, and it gives you more fun things to do, just generally speaking. Like, there, I am having less problem with the side missions in this one, because they're more focused on running around and doing crackdown type stuff, as opposed to do this race or like really my big issue with the third was there's so much escort mission stuff. It's just like, Hey, you're flying this helicopter. Make sure this car doesn't get damaged very much. And you're just like, this, this is terrible. And then like, I'd get like three drug deals in and then the car would explode. And that's just like, Hey, do you want to do all that again? It's like eight minutes. And you're just like, this is terrible. What game was everyone playing? This is so bad. So yeah, they, they fixed it. They finally got it right. Saints row. It, they they did it. They brought it back. You I did like it, thinking, guys. You did it, guys. Volition, 
well done, you made a fun video game that's stupid. I, I applaud I applaud your efforts. However, I will say that game led to kind of this weird realization that I was I was just engaging in some forum banter on Giant Bomb kind of pertaining to this topic as well. Um the weird disparity between the fun loving world of video games and when you actually have to go to your job. Like yeah. constant positive feedback, the game constantly catering to your desires and things you want to do and trying to incentivize you to keep doing stuff in it versus total indifference. I can't deal with it. Like it's just like does anyone care what I'm doing right now? Like I'm does anyone care? Like I, I am I doing good right now? No one cares. Like I don't know if I'm good at my job or not, and I hate being in that that kind of unknowing zone. You're just like, did I do it right? The person who was keeping an eye on that went home two hours ago. Okay, what 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 am I doing with my life? I question that. That's when you're just like, well, that means I can go home two hours ago, right? Because there's yeah. nobody here anymore to look over me. Yeah, like I kind of just contemplate, like it's just like, well, can I just like go? Because like I don't want to be here, and I mean I've already, you know, I've been here what like five, six hours. That's a decent amount of money. I don't, whatever. I'm just gonna leave. Like you know, like I just try to play it kind of looser with that, but that won't look good on my you know three month checkup or whatever, right? But at the same time. I'm no longer convinced like anyone really cares that much. It's it's just I don't like being in that position, dude. Basically, I came to the conclusion I don't like jobs. Like I just don't. I've had like six of them. That's fair. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't like that. I don't, you gotta I don't, be start. You gotta start rolling in that let's play money. I think. Oh, like, but that's the thing. I don't want to like play stuff. Okay, actually, that's another thing, right? Like YouTube monetization is gonna get shaken up real big in 2014, right? Like, aren't there? Yeah. They've, they've already announced it. Basically, if you're not with a network, you're fucked if you wanted yeah. to make money. So that that gravy train's over, which you know what? Kind of good because there's a lot of people who are doing it with no passion. So get get those out of here. But and somehow they have like all the money. Yeah, but damn it. <laughs> uh, you're right. And that's kind of this other weird, frustrating thing of just like, well why why work hard i mean someone else isn't and they're doing well so whatever like they're it's so easy to just completely get discouraged with everything pertaining to working a nine to five or whatever it's just like yep on what is happening why is this the way why is this the status quo why did our parents put up with this why did our grandparents what is going on like where's the revolution can I throw bottles? Like, who do I throw them at? And where are they? The is revolution there... actually started, and it's with our generation and the internet. That's why there are people now that aren't working and they're making money by playing video games. Okay. But you still need kind of working people who are getting entertained to pay that, right? Yes, you do. Or is Google, like, this giant money, like, what do you call that thing? Uh, it's like a big. So you put it in a bottle, like right? A conglomerate. And then you pour milk in it. Uh, okay, Google's a milk bottle. Okay. <laughs> My brain is so broken. What is what is the? Th- it's not a sieve. It's um. It's like a cone. And I have forgotten words. 
use it for oil changes too. A funnel? A funnel. Oh my god, okay. It I thought funnel. you were going for some big word I don't understand. See, I had this Scottish heavy ale earlier and it erased the word funnel from my brain. Sure. So yeah, thanks for putting it back in there. I needed I yeah. I I was envisioning it, but I didn't have it. All right. So yeah, Google's just this giant money funnel that's just all these advertisers and whatever just pouring money into the Google funnel. But that's gonna change, right? Like that's that's can't last forever. That that train's finally come to a stop. Everyone get off. It's over. Unless you're part of a network, which do you want to be? Because some of those contracts. Sound- yes. I guess I think this- there's a couple. There's a couple of reputable ones that if you're with them, you're in. You're good. Okay. I don't, if you're I don't- not, you might be fucked. I mean, magic internet money is cool and all, but at the same time. Last week we were talking about how weird bitcoins are and how that makes no sense. So I just like money is a thing unless this leads to just money not mattering at all and it just goes away like just entirely. But basically, is there a Mr. Visa and where does he live? Can I go take care of that guy? I think we talked about this on the bus that if Visa was a person, you would shank him. I think oh, were, was somewhat yeah. your words. Actually, me and Mr. Visa are cool now. Where does Mr. MasterCard live? Because I also have some words to exchange with him. And those yeah, words okay. are glass shards. In yeah, the those words are a broken bottle in his fucking trachea. Yeah, not not so much words. <laughs> right. Oh, okay. Or you could, you guess... could cut his brakes and he can just Paul Walker somewhere. Oh, Jesus. Okay, aside from just like, you know, making up a fake person who is all of my problems... Um, can you just phone a credit card company and be like, can you stop being assholes? Just stop doing that. Just stop. Stop it with the incredible interest rate and the like decade or whatever to pay this off. Can you just not do that? Um, like just (laughs) not pay it off. Well, no, just like tell them to like lay off, like lower that a lot, please. Um, technically you can claim bankruptcy and then that fucks them out of all the money you owe them, but it also fucks you for getting credit ever again, which if you don't want credit to begin with might be okay. Okay. But that's kind of like a burn all bridges. Like that is a state of emergency. It's not that bad. It's just really annoying. Cause it's like, yeah, I got a paycheck. Never mind. It doesn't matter anymore. It's just gone and evaporated. Oh dude. Fucking tell me about it. (laughs) Yeah, it's so discouraging because you're just like, this is the only equivalent the working world has to like an achievement or leveling up or anything, but it's so wasted. Like, it's just like, oh, never mind that. It's like an MMO or something. It's so much more grindy than you want it to be. I actually got to the point now that I can make money, spend as much as I need to for little things, have enough for like a video game and still have a couple hundred in the bank. So I've paid off a good portion of a lot of big stuff. You got over a hump. So like for me, that's the achievement unlocked. It's like achievement unlocked. You're not getting ass rammed by fucking banks anymore. But it's just kind of like this internal achievement. It's like you almost want them to send you a trophy or something. Like you're just like, come on, give it up. Give it up for Paul. You did it. You Woo! killed demon. almost. I'm almost there. I am get to the end of that dungeon and just stabbed it. And now the demon. Yeah, the demon is on the ground. He's still breathing. Like he's still breathing fire at me. 
but, but I can walk up now and behead him now. Yeah, you, you you've done it essentially. You're you're ready to go. Whereas, yeah, I'm like still in the dungeon somewhere, and I'm just like, man, this dungeon sucks. I just want to go. I know where the exit is. I just want to leave. And it's just like, no, you can't do that, bro. Can't well, there is a way to do that. And it involves either throwing your head in the oven or hanging from a rafter somewhere. Oh, gee. But I've been checking LinkedIn every day. Is that secret bailout? If that just magically works out? I want to talk about LinkedIn for a second. Let's talk about LinkedIn because I keep getting requests on there from people in like different parts of my company around the world that I don't know trying to add me. And I think that's a bad idea. Your thoughts. Okay. Well, it's like a business centric social network, right? Is the whole idea. But for me, like my issue so far has just been the, the, however I entered in all my data or whatever, it is like grossly overestimating my qualifications. So it's just like, do you want to be the senior game director at Capcom? And you're just like, yeah, but no, you don't No, you don't that. that I bet that's a stressful job right there. Oh, okay. All right, good thing. Like, maybe, like, a lead designer or something, because then you have a full, like, team of people just throwing ideas and drawings your way, and you just say yes or no, and then send it to the people that put it in. Oh, that's perfect. There's a senior mobile game designer job available in Santiago, Chile. So... Okay, so you can live in the worst conditions for the most minimal pay, but you'll be in. No, I know. I'm saying it's recommending like total garbage. Like it's just like, what is this? This is of no use to me, LinkedIn. Like stop teasing me. What is this? I can't I can't just jump up to senior VP of whatever in like Toronto. Like what's going on in Calgary? Like that either means there isn't anything near here or I entered it all wrong and I need to fix it. Like I'm just bad at LinkedIn social networking or something. Well, we found out that our city's really bad for, like, gaming industry anything, unless it's just, like, indie devs that get together and make a game and hope it sells. Yeah. And, like, I mean, that whole way of doing things, like, the people gambling everything on that, like, I've seen it work, but I've also seen it go real bad, so I'm not going to do that. Like, that's just a bad thing. Like, maybe it should just be a hobby developer or something. Sure. But still that incredible hurdle of, you know, learning how to code. So that hasn't gone anywhere at all because last thing I want to do when I get home from being totally wiped out mentally is just throw myself at a crazy challenge like that. It's just like, I am, I am done now. I jump and collect shiny. Yay. Saints row. Right. Exactly. The, the, The screen exploded and then the dubstep played and I was reasonably. You're using it as an escape from your real shitty life completely dude yeah for a long time it was like oh no this i'm like academically studying this game experience now it's just like i just i don't care you're chasing that purple dragon i just want to get out here even state of decay it's like the whole world's fucked and everything's terrible and everyone's shooting each other it's just like you know what at least it makes sense at least it makes sense i started playing state of decay on your account today okay that game is way more robust than i thought it would be so yeah that's a thing I, I I mean, I've, it started to taper off a bit for me once... Well, I mean, honestly, I just wanted to check out Saints Row, which is completely different in terms of just fast-paced jumping. Like, this is like, no, you need to drive this car over here. Like, oh, your car hit too many zombies, now it's broken. Go, you gotta walk or whatever. Like, it's a little slower-paced and mellow, but I did find it pretty, pretty engaging in its own right. But kind of intense, yeah. It's just, 
looking after your survivor crew, zombie team, whatever. Like I, I should probably team up with uh, NPCs more. But yeah, how far did you get? Like, uh, did you like that intro though? At least where it's just like you were playing. Go, you play, play the game. I was gonna say there wasn't an intro. Yeah, so it's just, you hit start and it's like, hey, you're playing. Say the K, go. Well, like hit that dude. You hit start. And you start moving around because you're a dude in the forest with another guy and you're trying to find out, like, what you're doing, sort of. <laughs> yeah, like, it just drops you in and you figure it out as you go. And it's just like, wow, all right. I mean, it gives you tutorials and stuff. It's not Starscape Pilgrim or some shit. It's, you know, real game. But, uh. It's not yeah. like that fucking board game in the middle of the desert somewhere. Yeah, it actually, you know, exists and stuff. I I still I thought back on that and just like laughed a few times this week. I thought that was hilarious. It's, it's like so bitter. But you know what? Someone has to be because no one is. It's weird. Like it's well, just I like, did, I think I thought it was funny how it's just like thousand years from now people like pick it up and they're just like it's like nobody play tested this. <laughs> like that was the comment. I think that just made me laugh so hard. The whole point of that game, but whatever. Yeah, I know. It's just whatever dumb meta art project things. But okay. Um say it okay. It just starts. Zombies, video games. Where are we over? Walking what? Dead, season two? I don't know. Where were we going? I, I, I kinda lost the train. Walking Dead? Well Telltale announced a bunch of stuff. So okay. Are you I don't care about Telltale. Okay. Is that because Sean Vanham and Jake Rockin are gone? Because that's kind of the camp I'm in. I'm like, no, it's because Walking Dead was okay. It was great, and then it was okay, and then as I thought more about it, it was kind of a sham. And the fact that it got so much praise, it was just like, fuck those guys. I mean, that's kind of the thing. Is it, is it fuck those guys or man? Fans are annoying. Like they're it's just, both. Because like, I've kind of just been coming to this weird analysis state of like all sorts of stuff like i think doctor who triggered it because it was the 50 year anniversary lately and everyone was like super hyping like crazy and as part of that like sites were doing kind of big retrospectives on the show since 2005 and there was like a big master list of all the episodes kind of ranked in order of quality ostensibly and we were just looking through them and i was like oh yeah i fell asleep during that episode oh i fell asleep during that one too yeah i fell asleep during this one Oh, that one was bad. And I was just like, man, there was like 10 good episodes of the show. Like, there's like 80 episodes. There's like 10 good ones. Of what? And, Doctor Who? Doctor Who. I like, believe it. I And I don't want to find those 10 in the 5,000 there are. Fuck that. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm not including the 30 years of like 60s to the 90s or whatever. Like, I don't know what happened during all of that. But the new show, like eight seasons, I've seen about five seasons worth. Like, that's kind of my summary of it right now is like there are like it is occasionally great but it's usually kind of bad like like it's either campy in a way that you either like or you don't and it's it's just kind of goofy i i don't know like generally speaking episode to episode i have gradually grown out of love with that show and it's it's at a point now where i'm just like i don't know why everyone's so over the moon about this right now like this is just Yet another thing, I'm just gonna, I, just, I don't, I don't understand what's going on. Hashtag Doctor Who cares. Yeah, kinda. Like, genuinely this time, instead of being kinda jokey, like, it's like, I'm getting to that state of just like, I just watched what was supposed to be one of the best Matt Smith episodes, and I thought it was just not good at all. I was just like, angry at it. 
Like it, it's like every now and then they just do like these kind of fans like like just these kind of fan fiction episodes that are just like love letters to a specific artist or something. Like just like Doctor Who goes back in time and hangs out with Charles Dickens. And you're just like, okay. I actually like the Dickens episode because it's got ghosts and dumb shit. And in then it. you're like, Simpsons did it for like every idea. Oh, for the, the, well, no, I'm not mad at it for that. It's just like at the end of that episode, it's just kind of like, well, this never happened. Like, what is this for? Like, who is this for? Charles Dickens is dead and has been for like a century. Like, what are you saying? Like, what is the point of this? And the one that Good got, writer, though. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I guess. That's the reputation. I've read, like, one of that dude's stories. Oh, I don't like his subject matter, but, like, his use of words is phenomenal. Like, what have you read, though? Because, like... Uh, Tale of Two Cities. Okay. I have read that Christmas story, the Christmas one, that that one. Oh, dude, fuck that one. The Muppets did it, and it can't be topped, so... Kane was so good in it, so... I mean, if I read it, it's just Michael Kane in my brain, so it's actually pretty good, because it's, like, this uh, fan fiction of the movie. But, um, yeah, it's, it's whatever. It's okay. There's ghosts in it. Um, I don't know. Like, I'm an English major. I have not read, like, Dickens at all. Because he's just this guy. He's, it's a little obvious, right? It's a little on the nose. I'm not going to read that. Like, everyone's read that. So I'm not going to read it. Like, I don't know. I just have this weird, like, kind of thing where it's just like, is this good or is this old? You know? Do people like this because it's classic? Or do they like it because it's actually still relevant and good? So... I just kind of am pretty dismissive about a lot of stuff. Like a lot of stuff. In general, yeah. Yeah, like someone comes up and it's like, man, Dostoevsky's great. And you're just like, nah, fuck you. I bet he would be if I could read Russian. I'm not going to trust those fucking translators, yeah. though. So translations, you, you didn't even read the real real deal. So get on And my then face. they're just like, actually, I was a Russian major. So yes, I did. All of them. It's like, oh, well, in that case... I, I can't refute you. You're probably right. Yeah, this is a, this conversation would never happen, but okay. In theory, yes. Um, but oh man, like whatever the 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 episode that kind of just tilted, like just ruined everything. Uh, Vincent Van Gogh. Oh my God, Vincent Van Gogh, greatest painter ever. Oh, whatever. I I have no opinion okay. for Vincent Van Gogh ever. I, I grew up in a world that was already fascinated with Vincent Van Gogh. It's like, oh, look at this starry night. Isn't it amazing? It, I don't know. It's fucking stars. Whatever. Some moon. There's a tower or something. Like, whatever. I, I've never stopped and just been transfixed by a painting and just stood there for hours and just got pulled into it and just the colors and, oh, it just mesmerized my brain. It was so amazing. That has never happened, ever, with a, with a Vincent Van Gogh painting. So... I have no personal relationship whatsoever with Vince Van Gogh paintings. This episode was just like so in love with Vince Van Gogh. It's just like, oh my god, he was so amazing. This tortured genius. Look at him. He's so great. He's been tortured by this invisible turkey lizard. And that's why he's crazy. And I was like, wait, 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 what? There's an invisible turkey lizard that made Vince Van Gogh insane. And somehow this episode is well regarded. And I was just like, what the fuck is this? This is so bad. This is so dumb. And no, it's one of the greatest episodes of all time. Didn't you know that? Paul? That sounds really bad. It's really bad. And, you know, bring that up to anybody. It's like, well, the monster's not really the point. You know, I mean, didn't you love that part where Vincent Van Gogh got in the time machine and got to see 
how his work was so appreciated in the future. And I was That's like, my favorite part of history. Yeah, I love it when that happens. Oh wait, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. This is right. like a this is empty garbage. This never happened to anybody. Real Vincent Van Gogh died with one ear and he was fucking depressed and this show changes nothing. What is the point of this? So I hated it. I was so mad. And that was the last episode of Doctor Who I've watched. I don't know if I'm going to keep watching it. We might be done. Stephen Moffat, you fucked up. What are you doing? You stopped writing Tintin to do this. What are you doing? What are you doing? I'm throwing, I'm throwing this pop can at Stephen Moffat. Just oh, man. I, it actually picked up on your mic. Perfect. If Stephen Moffat was here right now, there'd be an aluminum can hitting him in the knee. And he'd be like, what? Well, don't you like Sherlock? And it's like, yeah, get back to work. Season three. Make it happen. Anyway, hey, Paul. I'm pretty mad at Richard Curtis. I'm sorry for for doing that. But it had to be oh, said. Oh, you know what? It had to be done. Yeah, it had to be said. Love actually never watched it. Everyone's going fucking apeshit over that goddamn movie right now. She's like, oh, it's the best Christmas movie ever. I don't, I don't care. I don't want to see it now. You ruined it. Shouldn't tweet you, about it so much. You ruined everything. Ruined everything, Internet. Because you just you love it too much. You love everything too much. I agree. I love too However, much. However, you don't love anything enough, I don't think. Okay. I used to love Peanuts so much. Oh, man. What did they do? They made a Snoopy snow cone maker. And I had to unpack a bunch of them today. And I was just like, why is this? Why does this exist? What is happening? Again, it was another just like marketing thing gone wrong. And then I had to think back. Maybe Charles Schultz sold out. Like, maybe this all happened during his lifetime, which would really sure. bum in its own way. <laughs> like, I'm sure there was tons of dumb Peanuts merchandise while well, that dude was still alive, which just kind of grossed me out. <laughs> I was just like, what is this? What is this all for? Which then brings me to Bill Waterston. That dude better never, ever, ever succumb to his dumbass fans who want him to make merchandise. All right? Because that okay. dude stayed out of the spotlight. He's just like, I'm done. I did it. I conquered comics. I'm done. Moving on. It's over. It's over. Just get over it. It's over. And they're just like, no, come on. Make real toys so I can buy one for my kid. Shut up. No. I'm done, says Bill Waterston. And they floated away. He just disappeared into who knows. I hope they never make Kelvin merch. That would ruin it. If there's an actual Hobbs toy, we have lost. It's over. I agree. The things I've seen like people make on Etsy or for like birthday gifts or something have been phenomenal. Just yeah, keep it as fan art. Like as long as it's just genuine passion fueling any of it, good stuff. As soon as it becomes like manufactured by Hasbro or something, we have just it's just the saddest thing in the world. If I ever see a Hobbs like stuffed animal, I'm getting it for you. As long as it's not like manufactured by Corpro Co or whatever. whatever. No, I'm gonna make sure it's made by Hasbro. <laughs> like specifically, trading in like it's or like the Beanie Babies people. I bet they've been phoning that dude every week for like 18 years. Ugh. Anyway, what's something good that happened, Paul? I did, I need something to take the edge off. I'm so just worked up right now about Christmas merch, dumb gifts. Yeah, it's all just- um. Awesome. Paul Walker died. Paul Walker's still dead. It's true. He's not coming back for the seventh movie, despite widespread rumors. Uh, get the extended edition now of uh, the Fast, 
Fast Fury Six Blu-ray. I, I can't believe they're advertising that so I hard. Know. I was on IMDb. It's just like, why is Paul Walker on my screen right now? It's super disrespectful. And it's like, what? Part of it goes to charity? Like it, it, I don't know. That's suspect. I don't like it. Right. I don't like it. Also, that sixth movie wasn't good as the fifth one, so I think we're done. I'll just call it. Jason Statham never gets to shine. Turn it off. Turn off I heard Jason. some internet rumor that Justin Bieber had announced he wanted to take Paul Walker's place. I, I heard that, but only in angry rebuttals to that. So I don't know if it ever actually... The internet is an angry rebuttal to everything. Yeah, it's like, what started this argument? Just misinformation, or is it a real thing? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, as if I missed the initial thing, I just assume everyone's just yelling at, I, like, hypotheticals or something, you know? It's like, man, that would be so stupid if that happened. I'm gonna get mad about it. And you're just like, it didn't even happen. It's not even real. I know, I know what'll cheer you up. What? What? I watched The Wolverine. Okay. Yeah, that movie's okay. <laughs> Actually. Okay, I was like, I don't know how this, like, unless you were like, eh, whatever. I, I don't know if we're going to be on the same page about it. But that bit with him in the past was okay, right? In World War II? Um, I think, I don't know, I can't remember if I, like, I signed into Geklu to check into it after it was done. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the comment I made about it is that movie's half good. Like, the first half <laughs> is great. Okay. It's when, when he gets his, like, power back or whatever, that's just like, oh, this is just another action hero Marvel movie now. Which is fine. Mm-hmm. But, like, I went into that movie expecting that, and then what I got was, like, a pretty decently well-thought-out film about the Wolverine. <laughs> which he, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, and he's pretty depressed. He's not really having a good time. He's like, man, I've been alive a long time. A lot of that dumb- guy is so troubled in that movie. He yeah. has problems. Like, they're bad. So, Not bad, yeah. I, I don't know. So, like, I went exactly. into it expecting the, like, Avengers-style, like, oh, this is a superhero movie sort of thing. Or, like, uh, X-Men Origins or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I was expecting that. And then when I got, like, a well-thought-out, well-paced film about this guy whose mutation is actually a huge, like, problem, and then he comes to terms with it being, like, a strength by the end... Mm-hmm. It's I don't know. It was very well done. It I can see why people are like it was boring or I was falling asleep and stuff because it's like yeah, but you're the person that went in expecting what I expected and couldn't cope with the fact that it wasn't that. Mm-hmm. I was more well, intrigued. I think like. with it, I was more surprised and intrigued with this than I have been for a Marvel movie in a very long time. Okay. I I had a weird experience watching that movie, but uh, I generally recall it being okay. So, sure. I I don't know. I I don't have tons of affinity for, like, weird lizard lady or something. What was that? That just seemed weird. I was. Oh no, that's what I'm talking about. Like before she became like, before you were just like, oh, she's actually a snake, and before like giant samurai robot and before all of that shit like like just the parts of, with mm-hmm. like part of part of me like an earlier younger iteration of myself would have been way into a samurai robot 
Like it's just like it's like RoboCop, but designed explicitly to kill Wolverine. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong, because I have made the statement before, and I know a lot of people hate it. But one of my favorite parts about Sucker Punch was the weird robot, not robots necessarily, but the weird samurai things with machine guns and shit. Okay. Like I'm still okay with all of that. It just from what the first act of the movie gives me. Mm-hmm. I didn't want it to go back to what I knew it was eventually go back to. Like, it devolves a bit back into comic book bullshit, kind of. Yeah, like Snake Lady and all that stuff. Yeah, there's Snake Lady, there's, like, melting adamantium or something. I, I don't know. Yeah, that, there's some dumb stuff in there. But, okay. No, it's good, good to hear. I'm, I'm, are, are you all interested in Days of Future Past, though? Because that is kind of, like, this weird mashup of, like, well, all that stuff you didn't like from Origins is probably going to be in it. But Hugh Jackman's in it, too, so maybe it's got some of that good stuff. But then Ellen Page is there from the third one, which is a terrible movie. I don't know. It just looks like I, a mess. But Have maybe. I not got on record on here saying I liked Origins, though? Origins was fine. Yeah, you oh, said all the parts you don't like about Origins. I, I didn't like First no, Class. Sorry. Origins, Wolverine, First Class. That's what I was actually thinking. Sorry. Because, like, the you know origins of xavier and all those dudes but yeah you're right sorry i, I x-men origins wolverine got I think on- first class would have been decent if it didn't have such terrible pacing issues i my issue is just there are too many characters and a handful of them i just don't care about at all well you only care about magneto really kind of yeah so it's just like yeah, you know, I mean, Xavier's doing his best to kind of match, you know, make it a two-character thing, but it's just like, this, this is a Magneto show. Like, well, even in, like, the cartoon and the comic books and even video games, Xavier was never as good as Magneto, so it just, it, like, you don't even have to mention it, really. Everybody agrees. Matched, yeah. Um, but then, like, a bunch of the young dudes, like, it's just like, I don't, who is this? Like, this guy can scream and then he flies. This is a terrible character. Just, I don't, this is dumb. This is dumb power. Mutants are just kind of dumb. Kind of. Comic books, right? I, I don't know. I don't read them anymore. I did for a little while, and then I stopped, and then I tried to do it again, and then I stopped. So It depends what comic books you're into. Because there are comic books that aren't just superhero nonsense. Well, I know. There's like kind of the more independent label graphic novel type business, but I haven't read one of those in a while either. But, uh... Yeah, I, serials, I guess. Like, the just ongoing, never-ending superhero adventures. That's just like, there are arcs and stuff in there, but you're never going to get complete closure because they're all kind of ads for the next one. And that Marvel has successfully transferred that business model to making hundreds of millions of dollars in films has made me kind of just completely turn off to all of those movies. And seeing that model kind of in all movies everywhere now, it's just sequelitis is just a thing now, and it's just like, I, I'm good. I'm just done. Like, th- this doesn't exist for any reason other than I want money, so I'll forget it. Can Can I go off topic just quickly for a second? I don't like to do this often anymore. Okay. Yep. What? What? But in the chat, uh, a newer person to us here, Onimetsu, like, they just actually joined us today okay. for the first time. Anyways, they said there needs to be an open world game where you play as Nick Cage. And all of the missions are just based around movies he starred in. He's right. That needs to be a thing. Like, it's just like, you go to one, and he's a vampire, and then you go to a different one, and he has... He's an angel. 
yeah. see if angels. And then you go to a different and then, like, one. There, and there's a weird like Roy. crime one where he's cat. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. can use a peach for hours. <laughs> uh, I do. I, I mean, I do love Nick Cage. I don't know how well his. I mean, it's a varied filmography. If you put it all in one thing. Because you would have you would have the like hour that's basically the Nathan Drake hour, mm-hmm. so you could have that, it up. and then you could have the like road rash type mission that was that's like Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could do so many things. I think this is a good idea. We have to copyright it. I mean, I at, the, at the very least, I would like. It's kind of a shame he hasn't done like a bunch. Of, like, I mean, he's done some voice acting for like the Crudes and Ampoli and stuff. But if he did voice acting for a game, like it's just like you get to hang out with Nick Cage for like ten hours or something like that. Oh, awesome. there could be there could be a weird dating sim, like um, what the fuck is that movie called? Fast Times at Ridgemont High, which he was in for like a second, but he was obviously <laughs> the star of that movie because yeah, Nicholas Coppola. I mean, you're just kind of waiting there the whole time, and then he shows up at the mall, and you're like, oh god. And there then you is. turn it off because it doesn't get any better than that. But there could yeah, be a whole like, dating sim revolved around that character. I mean, I'm pretty sure that point in the movie is already after the Phoebe Cates part. So, yeah, you're done. Like, that movie's over. Right. It is. Arguably, anyway. that movie's over within the first, like, five minutes. But whatever. I didn't hate that movie. But it's... it's I didn't it's, love it. It's super it's, dour, though. It's, like, not a comedy at all. I it's definitely just, didn't like, love it as much as half the people ever seem to. Yeah, I like. I mean, the kind of thing you hear from that movie is like, "Oh man, Sean Penn is so crazy," and it's just like that movie's really just a bummer. Like, just a bunch of high school kids getting into like weird trouble, and it's just kind of yeah, super downbeat. That is not a fun movie. <laughs> weird. Anyway, uh, Nicholas Cage. What were we saying? Continue. Lord of War adaptation. Of- <laughs> what arms dealer? Jared Drive Lowe. angry. Drive Angry would be great. It's Grand Theft Auto inside of another game. Sure. Okay. Bad Lieutenant, Port of Call, New Orleans. I mean, but it's I, so I good. Do, I do just generally wish like his movies were of high enough profile to warrant bad movie games because I would play those. Con Air. Was there a game? No, but that would be another thing. Put the bunny down. That would be a great game. That would be Say a great it. game. Put, put, put the bunny down. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> that, was pretty, that was pretty good. Yeah. It's, because it's, you had the same retarded drawl that he does, so yeah. it works. Uh, that, that movie is great and would have fit perfectly with that. But yeah, there was a Ghost Rider game. I don't think he was involved in any way, shape, or form. I'm pretty sure. So it's obviously the worst game of that year. Well, I mean, kind of a missed opportunity. You know, like if he's, if maybe he's just not wanting to do that at all. I'm not sure what his opinion is of video games. Oh, no, no. I got it. A whole game based around him as Big Daddy. It's basically Arkham uh, Asylum. Only you're him. Oh, from Kickass. I was like, yeah, from Kickass. Yeah, guy in the diving suit in the Bioshock movie. Like, what are you saying? What? But okay. No. Yeah. Yes, Daddy. So, yeah, just Arkham, but also guns. Sure, why not? And Robin's Revenge. Also, Kickass game wasn't there? It was like a downloadable PSN thing. There was, yeah. I think it was a beat 'em up, wasn't it? Yeah, I heard it was that's bad. That's so dumb. That's so dumb. But was he involved in way? Because again, that's a big selling point. Was he in the Ampoli game? The Crude game? The Sorcerer's about, Apprentice DS game? What about Next? Remember Next? I sure do. It's not 
that bad. Really? I thought that was the one people said, like, including you. Everybody said just you can skip that one. Maybe that was Bangkok Dangerous. No, Bangkok Dangerous is just depressing. Like, oh, okay, is, like, that's the one he phoned just, in then. Yeah, you can just see the kind of indifference. Like, he's just bummed out. It's it's sad watch. It is not it's not fun at all. Next actually has some goofy novel things throughout it. It's the director of the second Triple X movie, State of the Union. So you know it's good. Also Die Another Day, so top tier action cinema. And yeah, dude can see a few seconds ahead of time, so he kind of there the best bit is there's a like a kind of super meat boy style like Nick Cage, but like forty Nick Cages on screen, and some of them are dying. Thing, like it's like him trying to work out the way to approach this situation. So like they're splitting timelines. Do you understand how what I'm saying? No, but okay. I'm intrigued. It's like how do I get through this factory without dying? If I go left, dude will shoot me. But you still see that Nick Cage go. And then it goes, there's a different Nick Cage who goes right. And so it's he, like the end of Super Meat Boy when you beat the stage yeah, and you see like all the meat, other Meat Boys die. All the failed Meat Boys are also there on screen. Yeah, it's kind of that where he's like workshopping this scenario. And because he can see a little bit ahead, it's like, oh, I'm going to die if I do that. So I will go here. But you still see kind of a visual representation of what would happen. Um, it's dumb, but kind of great. I kind of like that idea. Not going to yeah, lie. It's not bad. Um, it's, it's kind of bad. Like the final twist is really dumb, but I was, I was reasonably entertained watching it. Also, um, I'm told by the chat, he had nothing to do with the kick-ass game. That's, that's a shame. Again, missed opportunities. So, okay. Th- yes. Uh, Nick Cage needs more video game involvement at the very least, but some manner of open world game that tries to encapsulate his career sounds like a unique experiment. <laughs> I don't know how you'd pull it off though. Although, that said, when I was playing GTA V, the opening bit was like, oh, this is just trapped in paradise. Like, this is just that. Because it is like a snowbound town, and you're robbing a bank, and it kind of goes goofily wrong. I was just like, oh, this is just that Nick Cage movie. This is great. Right. Trapped in paradise simulator. So, I think I named off all the Nick Cage movies I can think of. 8mm. There (laughs) we go. Okay. We'll leave it on that. That's a good place to end that topic. Um... Do we have enough tweets from you for our new segment? I don't um, think we do. I think they're all just snarky things about Christmas, work, and VGX, which we've discussed. So Yeah, we did talk about VGX. I mean, I don't know. I don't even know if I'm like... I kind of just... like. I mean, I promised we'd bring up uh, Nelson Mandela at some point. Okay, let's okay. do that. Um, yes, Nelson Mandela, 95 years old, uh, passed away recently, and... Sure. Um, the whole world mourned. The whole world is talking about it, for sure. Yeah. Um, Arguably a little less important than Paul Walker. I, I'm gonna say certainly less tragic, cause... Okay, yeah, cause he was an old man. Yeah, it's just kind of like, well, yeah, that, that I mean, 95, what, what do you think? But... I don't. I don't know. I. Th- I think part of it is just like this super selfish perspective on it is just. I work at a bookstore, and there are there's just tons of Nelson Mandela biographies. It's too many. So many. It's hard I to think that them. dude wrote one, 
like himself. And I think that yeah. would be the one to read. Probably everyone else is just like, what are you doing? Yeah, you're just riding this like, stop it. Like, get out, get out of here with your unauthorized biographies or whatever. Like, no one cares. You you wh- stop it, fanboy. Get out here with your right. Nelson Mandela fanboys. Nelson Mandela fanboys. <laughs> yeah. So many. Apparently, like, I mean, okay, South Africa is is a country, you know, they, they, they have 52 million people. I looked this up today. They are in the top two dozen, I think, populous countries in the world. No, you know, that's nothing to sniff at. They have more people there than Canada, so good for yep. them. We ship to them every day. Really? Yep. Okay. There, I don't know. There's people moving there. There's businesses there that need stuff from the U.S. or Canada. I don't know. There's always right. something going, at least to Johannesburg. That's that's the one, really. And, I mean, hey, uh, yep. Neil Blomkamp, uh, revered film director, that's where he hails from. So there you go. Yep. Um. Yeah, so, you know, South Africa, arguably a player. But I don't know. Something about just, like, the international outcry and, like, our world leaders flying out there to like pay respects and all this stuff. I don't, it's just like, I don't know. Does, does this, how does this impact like everybody this much? Like he solved a problem in his country like 20 years ago. Okay. Like what does that do for anybody else? I, I don't, I don't know. Racism isn't good. You know, it's kind of a plain, plain and simple thing, but it can be hilarious if played properly. I guess what? <laughs> Where are you going with that? Like you know. Well, I uh, mean, I can't. Oh. I can't give you an example because then, like Blazing Saddles, that was a funny movie, and you know, was it? Yeah. Some parts of it were okay. Brooks, I don't. Yeah. I don't like Mel Brooks. So. Oh, but even when it breaks out of the movie, because that's like the meta stuff, you know. That he was some of the first doing meta stuff. Right. Which arguably maybe ruined everything eventually, but back when it was fresh. <laughs> right. It was clever. Like it was actually before clever. it was ruined by David Cage. Before, just like everyone started doing it. Like sure. now, it's hard to not do it because you're just like, well, if I do it without acknowledging that I'm doing it, then it's kind of not genuine or whatever. And you're just like, ah, I don't know. It's possible. It just keeps looping around. But whatever. Um, yeah, Nelson Mandela passed away. I was personally not really affected by that man's entire life at all because he was far away in a different country doing stuff over there. But I don't know. Something about just the shelving book problem plus me seeing Invictus while I was weirdly sick, I just don't have, like, positive affiliations, and it's super dumb. I just I – don't, I don't know why. It's just I am in a grouchy, just kind of, like, whatever place right now. And I, don't. I honestly don't know a whole hell of a lot of what he did, like, besides the big stuff. So that's well, why I kind of don't care. Okay. In in the 60s, he was part of, like, he co-founded what would become a terrorist organization. Yeah. That was uh, rebelling against the apartheid government in South Africa. Got arrested, was in prison. For Jail for, like, 26 or something years. Yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. That's, okay, we know about that. 27 years, gets out, becomes president, uh, and gets rid of institutionalized racism in his country. And then right. kind of just rides that wave of... Okay, so he didn't do anything else after uh, that. Not really. Okay. Like, he was president for, like, one term, and then just kind of was his excellency and went around and got 
praised and celebrated and maybe made some speeches or something. And Morgan Freeman was a fan and played him in a movie about rugby. So, yeah. Morgan Freeman is a fan of every black person, though. Yeah. And, man, I honestly, I know it's like, oh, man, whatever, not cool to just kind of focus on one thing. His AMA really just did not help my perception of that dude at all. <sighs> like, I don't know if you saw it, but he is, like, just in it for the money. He has no higher aspirations at all. He's just a voice. He is just a guy. He's just an actor. Does not care. Just not invested. It's kind of a bummer. I was a little bummed out by that. I don't know if you care, but not really. Morgan Sorry. Freeman. He's yeah. Just milking that Morgan movie. Freeman impression. I cannot. I, I cannot really do. Okay. Like I, I just I don't even know what it is that's distinctive about his voice. He just talks about penguins or something and people go crazy. Just like Well he can right. talk about anything, really. Yeah. I yeah. I guess so. That that's what people say. Um, that, that movie, Shawshank, that was, that was okay. That was, that was a decent movie. Is it the greatest movie of all time? No, you, you should probably watch more, but you know, that's a hard movie to find real faults with though. It's not really faults. It's just kind of pretty, I guess this is just the thing. It's just like, if your movie can be simplified down to like, just kind of like friendship is good. Hope is a thing to keep. Like, it's just like, this is what is the point of this? Like, this is just obvious. It's like Requiem for a Dream is just like, drugs are bad. Is that movie? But people still go crazy for that movie. And it's like, it's stylish and everything, but it is like a paper thin movie. Like, there's just nothing here. But people love it. I don't know. Keep Hope Alive. It's like that Crystal Method song. I mean, that song expresses that whole thing just in the title. So. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know where to go with this. I pick up what I'm putting down. Vegas, I, 1998, Crystal Method album, changed the world. At least yours. It didn't. I I only recently listened to it like five years ago. Okay. It's okay. Okay. Cool. Just referring to stuff. I don't know. You just make like, hey, I referenced some other thing. Maybe people know about Crystal Method, and then they'll be intrigued by that and be like, oh yeah. I like that album. I don't know. Maybe I should make more populist things. Hey, that Wrecking Ball video. Am I right? Miley Cyrus. Oh, my God. I still haven't seen it. I haven't either. I okay. I kind of stopped paying attention after I watched that one clip from that one award show. And the world is still enamored. And I I, I don't know. I, blah. Blah. Is that wrong? Yes. Okay. Yeah, probably. You're probably right, because she's done literally nothing ever that was worth talking about, and now she's famous. It's just when obvious attention whoring is actually works. Like, it's just like, you see that that's all this is, right? Yeah, but I still clicked that new Rebecca Black video. It's like, you, you're an idiot. Why'd you do that? Yeah, you're part of the problem, but you I watched it like five on. times. Did you really? Probably three, yeah. I haven't seen it. I'm you know, like I don't, I don't want to. Is like, but then I have to ask: Was it good? Is it great? Is it pretty funny? Eh, it wasn't funny. It's not good. But like, okay. I don't know. I I didn't think Friday was the worst thing I had ever heard, which a lot of people were just mad because 
like her dad or whatever paid a company to basically make her famous and it worked yeah, again so, it's like you took the bait and ate all of it like yeah why? but like i'm i'm not mad about it i don't care at all it's it's the copycats that i don't like the people that like do it after like she was the first one to be like I'm going to go to this company that makes a stupid music video that costs way too much and I got famous from it. It's like, fine, you're like a trendsetter or something. And then everyone after that, it's like, why are you doing this terrible thing that has been proven that like is just bad? You're bad. Stop. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Viral. Whatever. Internet. I hate it. I. Yeah. Just corporate overlords, man. Like, it's all Google now or Apple. Just, I'm okay with Google. I really I, don't mind Google. I guess. I just, I can't help but, like, just be kind of, well, they're just they're recording everything. Maybe my thing is, is, like, search engines and stuff just kind of, it's now just kind of this shared information library that doesn't need to be in anyone's brain so everyone can just kind of afford to be an idiot you know like you just don't need to know anything anymore you just have it there that's not google's there. fault though uh, i get i don't know they're capitalizing like, on the fact that everybody wants to be an idiot well it's like their search algorithm is too good and it's ruining humanity but no one cares because it helps you find stuff so it's fine but if you become too dependent on it you just kind of, like, as soon as the internet's down, you're just a barbarian again. And I am totally right there. As soon as the internet goes down, I become just this frothing, crazy person. And I don't know why. Just like, oh, why isn't it working? And it's over. That's it. All civilization. As soon as that happens, it's just going to be this weird withdrawal snap. And even if you're not subject to it, someone else is going to be so angry right then. You're going to get hit by that soda can. I'm being told Google will kill game dudes. Damn it. That sucks. Why? why? We just like, started. I, no, I don't understand how that's even a thing. Like, why would they kill game dudes? I don't get it. Well, because you can't monetize YouTube videos anymore. And we, it's all sweet, sweet. Game dudes was never going to be monetized, ever. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Don't don't click the ad button. I actually was posting stuff. Like, I haven't posted stuff in a while. I don't know if you know, like the Ramblin' Roar and whatever. Last one I did, I didn't want an ad put on, but that was not left in my control. So apologies to anyone who watched it and there was an ad. Why didn't you want an ad on it? Because it's like you're already willing to watch like a 20-minute video of me just talking about me as modder or something. Like I don't want to make that any worse of an experience for you. Then just, why weren't it, you able to take it off? Oh, because I didn't post it. It was on the top-down channel. And I was like, please don't. And it was like, ah, whatever. I'll just, I'll just test Top down's out. monetized? I think, well, I think we just clicked on yes, put ads, but I'm pretty sure we will not hit numbers anywhere near high enough to matter ever. So all we're doing is just putting ads out there for people, which ah, I quietly disagree with, but I am one of three people. So whatever. I'm just going to complain about it here because those guys don't listen to this one anyway. So I know <laughs> they don't. Yeah, it's which is probably long. for the best, honestly. Yeah, we we have our own secrets here. Community, please be quiet. If you're listening to both, don't tell them. This is, this is just you and me, Tom. Well, continue listening to both. 
yeah, continue listening to both, but the real business happens here. I think your real opinions come out here. I would say that if you just want video game talk, that's really good. Definitely them. Yeah, I I need to kind of be a little more gently toned on that one for some reason. I I, I mean, it's like I'm not going to lay into brothers there, but I will over here. You know, that's just how it goes. That makes me feel good. That's a good thing, I think. I don't need to temper it. It's not just like, I don't want to hurt your feelings or anything, but that game's no good. It's not very good. Speaking of games that I am wary about, Samurai Gun came out today. I almost bought it to stream it. Okay, but who are you going to play it with? Yeah, that's the problem. That's why I didn't buy it. Okay, yeah, because, I mean, like, there's a faction of the internet that is, like, frothing about it. And then there's the other part of just like, wait, there's no online? Uh, Well, all right, I I guess I won't buy it then. And I am kind of there with that. It's just like, how many times do you have four people in the same room gathered around your TV playing anything? Like this is this this game exists for nobody. Like it's kind of that Johann Sebastian Joust thing where it's just like this isn't gonna ever happen. Like this game might as well just not exist. Like what stop is stop make it stop trying to make it happen. Yeah, stop making stop trying to make in the room multiplayer happen again. It's probably not gonna happen. Like I mean, it's cool whenever it does. Like whenever you get a tournament or like a convention or something going on. But in the like how many. At that point, how many people do you need that actually own the game? Like twenty, and you could have a hundred people play it. So don't don't check the math. It's actually eighty because it's a four player game. But I don't know. It just it seems weird to me that they're expecting crazy success. And okay, the game was fun. I, I played it at PAX and everything. Fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars is a hard entry point for any game. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say that. Like, at this point now, in like a post-Braid, post-everything, like, it's like, it's a multiplayer-only game. Like, at that point, you need to be kind of mindful. Like, it's, I mean, I guess it's like, well, this is infinite entertainment, in theory, if you have four people there. But I think, as we've said before, make anything multiplayer, and it's more fun. So, it that doesn't automatically equal greatness to me i i don't know well i mean even for game dudes you and me finding time to get together to play a game at the same time like half of that half of getting four people yeah it's hard enough and that's hard to do so four people like it's just like that's like a game night or something like i i guess maybe i do wish like we would do that in lieu of like tabletop night it's just like let's just meet up and play video games but I mean, tabletop games are fine. Why are you airing out some weird grievances about Top Down here? I don't know. It's so but weird, because you're just like, I kind of wish we'd do this, too. The time is now. I know, that, I know they're never going to listen to this, so fuck those. I know you're not going that far, but... It's our 100th episode. It's, it's kind of like going on a weird drunken rant. Feel dirt. I haven't had a beer in a couple hours, but I did so have you're good. I'm 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 good. I'm just burnt out. Today was rough. I was not having it at work. You worked today. today, right? I did, and I didn't like it at all. Ah, <sighs> uh, I don't like 
work very much either. But for what I do, I think I get paid way too well for how little I do, so I'm okay with it. Man, that sounds sweet. <laughs> I'm on that other side of that fence. Like, I'll do probably a good two and a half hours worth of like actual work. And then after that, I'm watching a TV show or watching um, like a movie or podcast, listening to that, just sitting around waiting until my flight comes in, another half an hour worth of work, and then I go home early if I want. Jesus, that sounds awesome. It's not bad. It's not a bad gig. But to be fair, I have been doing this line of work for seven years. Okay. <clears throat> like when I started, it was out in the cold or the hot or whatever was outside, just like moving heavy mail bins around for eight to 10 hours a day. Jesus. So true. I've worked my way from the shit level. So I think I'm, I deserve what I have now at least. Okay. I, I mean, I just, I can never get through that crust of just like the low tier. Like, it's just like, like I don't aspire to climb this ladder. Like I can see up it, and I'm just like I don't want to do that. That's just dumb. Well, the way I got through it is that I worked with friends, and okay. like the friends were higher up than I was at the time. Like I had just started, and they had been there for about a year. So mm-hmm. like the management would leave, they would be the management or whatever, and we would like do the work together and then hang out. So it was still like hanging out. For a long time. Now it's actual work because I hate everybody I work with. <sighs> okay. I, I don't know. It's just like, I just feel like I've just been wandering around from ladder to ladder and just been like, nah, it's not worth climbing. Nah, this one sucks too. Alright. We'll you know how another. we could make this a little bit easier for both of us? How's that? If everybody listening right now used pixel-response.com support for all their Christmas shopping, click on the Amazon link. We got a little kickback. I know there's one specific person that spent like $300 doing their Christmas shopping through our link. And that's probably going to pay for our domain name for the next two years. So thank you. Really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Thank you very much, mysterious yeah, so, donor. Well, I know who they are. I don't. I think it's weird to call people out for like uh, yeah, yeah. person spent money so they get a shout out. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. That's, that's, that's a weird precedent. But okay. Um, hey, and also, if you want to, like, make an elaborate fake LinkedIn profile and become, like, the president of a fake company and then give me a huge endorsement, that might help. I don't know. Maybe. LinkedIn profile? Yeah, like, just kind of gin up some stuff and just be like, man, this guy's amazing. I He worked for me for three years. We edited stuff. It was awesome. I saw that you endorsed me on LinkedIn. Yeah, I did. I can't remember what you wrote, but it was basically just like, this guy knows his shit. (laughs) I was just like, oh man, that makes me feel good. I should write something back, and then I haven't. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. I I, I honestly kind of made one as an afterthought, like, a while ago. And then when I went for, like, career counseling or whatever, they actually were just like, oh, are you using this? I was like, I have one. I don't really care. And they're just like, yeah, you should use it. Apparently it's the thing. Which, I don't know. You know who's connected to me via LinkedIn somehow? Who? Drew Scanlon and Vinny Caravella. Nice. I don't know why or how. (laughs) And, like, nobody else from Giant Bomb. Just them. Just the producers. That's weird. 
I don't know why or how. Oh, they met each other at an old gig somewhere, I think. So I must have known somebody that worked for that company or something in like a different location. I'm guessing. Okay. Weird. Yeah. Network, man. I, I, I have not been focusing on that. Like, it's just like, I don't know what. I just like, I just want something better to come along. Like, just like something to make sense. The stars to align and it all to work out. And I, I unfortunately will say that probably won't happen. I know. It's rough, but I know, but yeah. it just, I, I don't know. I'd like, well, the thought I is find, it can't get any worse, right? So well, I'll I find for the, the good job stuff. hunting, like more annoying than just putting up with stuff, at least for a time. I agree with you a hundred percent. Yep. Like just such a tedious process. And I just, I don't like it. Like, it's just like, you just feel like you're begging all the time. And it's just like, I don't want to approach it that way. It's more like I am willing to work for you. You're welcome. It's kind of like the arrogant way to approach it, but it's just like I'm willing to spend like a lot of hours of my time at your thing. The least you can do is give me money. Like that's, I love that your picture no. on LinkedIn is the pickle jar picture. <laughs> yeah, it's my heroic pose. It's it's, it's a pretty good pose. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I, I don't know what other tone to strike. Like, it's like, I don't want to be too, like, actually, like, I never want to play the game of just like, I have a suit and I'm going to pretend to be part of this thing and I'm going to say the right things and act the right way. It's just like, at that point, I'm just being dishonest. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't do that either. And it's because I don't do that that I got let go from my last job because I wasn't part of their family and I would never be. Yeah, that sounds dumb. And I totally did give you a recommendation. Okay. I just looked you up. So Good. Thank you. Although I don't know how much weight it has because it's like my name, customer service agent at, and then my actual job. Mm-hmm. So it's just like this company that this person is endorsing him f- like from has nothing to do with what he's endorsing him for. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like, it's kind of aspirational. Like, it's like, I don't want to just be like, I have a lot of experience in retail and I would love to become a manager at a retail store. I I don't want to do that ever. Like, that's just, oh. it's just by default, I've fallen in this bucket of that's what I've been doing because it's easy to get, I guess. I don't know. I, uh, I don't like it. I'm curious about how much you make. However, I'm not going to ask you on air. We could talk offline or something about that. Not very much. Less than I did as a janitor. And Oh, really? How's that even a thing? Because, I don't know, I got paid okay as a janitor. and then they No, I know you up. did, but like, how does this company not pay as much as a community center? I don't know. They don't get any of that sweet, sweet casino money, I guess. It's all just grunt work. I guess. Oh, I mean, man. Okay, here's just a part of employment that has been discouraging since my very first job. When you were at a job and there's someone like 40 years older than you there too, it's just confusing. Because you're just like, sure. oh, some people never get out of this low tier? Uh-oh. Like, it's just unsettling. Like, I don't... It's just this grim thing, and I it freaks me out. There was a dude at my very first job who was like a 35-year veteran at like a grocery store. But he was still effectively doing what I was doing at like 17. 
And I was just like, this is just the most depressing thing in the entire world. Like, this is just the saddest thing that's ever. Two, I've ever two of the guys in our warehouse yeah. make almost $5 an hour less than I do for doing harder work, and they're 50 somethings. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just, so good. So good. Uh, I'm trying to, yeah. Like, I mean, there are managers in our store who are younger than some of our employees. Like, they're just like 60 or whatever, and just like. 28 year old manager or something it's just like okay like this is just how it is and it's just like i don't how does this happen like how did any of this happen like am i gonna be in this weird camp like i would be insane 30 years from now if i am anywhere remotely involved with anything similar to this like i i i can't imagine that just makes no sense i will have quit and joined a commune and be hiding from the law or something before that'll happen I'm getting a request for your pickle jar heroic pose picture to be on a shirt. Okay. I, I endorse this. Yeah, because you like that one. So that one's okay. Yeah, that one I, like, I put up there voluntarily. <laughs> the other, I think last night it was, people. some people in the chat were saying how like the Krasnower G face in the chat should be uh, on a shirt. And I was just like, well, techn- there's a few problems with it. First of all, like it's not the best quality picture in general. It's a little shaky. Second of all, I don't know how like rights management would work because Brad Muir took that photo. Yeah, I don't think that photo. Yeah, and like another thing is Nathan just doesn't like it. So if he doesn't like it, it's not going in a shirt at the end. Kinda. I mean, <laughs> like as a goofy emoticon or something, sure. But I that that picture was part of this weird kind of thing at E3. I don't know. It has some weird association in your mind with it. Yeah. Video also, game. people can find those shirts at cafepress.com slash pixel response stuff. Yeah, I, I still I am still just like trying to figure out what it is. Like, we're just not like other video game coverage at all. I don't know what to say we do. Like, we're just kind of the most laid back thing. Just like I think just, we shit. are a less successful because we're less well known total biscuit. As like I've been watching that dude's stuff. Okay. That dude's us. But he doesn't. Like, that dude like, is both of us. Post, like edited videos of games and stuff. Like I don't even care to do that. Like it's just like. Well, I mean, he does that for money. But like, what he does is like, basically give his opinions on stuff. People say you have an audience. Can you do a video for this? And he gives an opinion on it. Oh, okay. So like that's and us, but British. not successful. Yeah. So so there's two ends of the spectrum. Anybody that has seen Total Biscuit, that's the high end. Anyone listening to that, us here right now, we're the low end. <laughs> we got to find some way to be in the middle, I think. There has to be there has to be people less successful than us out there, I'm going to say. There have to be a people that like... Thumbiter. There has to be people that do a podcast every week, and they're at like episode 300... And they have, like, two people listening. Right? I guess. Like, at, at least we have a good amount. I think we hit at least up to 50 every podcast. Okay. Which is okay. It's, I mean, it's not numbers I'm happy with, but I will never be happy. Because I don't like being complacent with how things are. Mm-hmm. However, it is way better than we were about a year and a half ago when we had, I think, two people listening. 
I never knew this, so I didn't know. There was a while there. Like, I remember how you, uh, how you were saying, like, it feels like we're putting stuff into a void. We were. We, at that time, when you said that, we literally were putting stuff into a black void. Okay. And I didn't want to let you on to that because I hoped it would get better. And it has. So okay. now I can let you know. <laughs> I mean, it is still such a strange media of just, like, once a week there's just this giant lump of, like, conversation. And if you want to listen to it, okay. But it's not, like, slicked up or you know programmed or edited in a way to be maximum entertaining it's just a it thing it could be so. i don't want it to be though cuz then it's it changes the nature of it like it's like when there's that's the thing is edits. that it could be like i have the capability not necessarily to the time but i know how to edit mm-hmm. i just don't if i'm not getting paid to do a skill i'm not going to put all my effort into it like it's just that simple you never give away anything for free yeah. I'm giving away a portion of my time and that is basically to keep me happy cuz I like we get to talk every week and it's like entertaining. We get to get some shit out there and people listen and some people enjoy, some people don't, whatever. That part doesn't matter. The payment I get for doing this is just having fun. Like if we're talking real money, that's when you'll start seeing like me put the 110% or whatever you want to call it in. Mm-hmm. Until then, th- this is us, episode 100. We're here, guys. This is the now. <laughs> yep. Venting thoughts about stuff. I was genuinely angry this week. I apologize if it was not fun, but there it is. What else were you angry about? Oh, I don't know. I might be just running low on gas on that front. But you got oh, it all out. Fires I mean, dwindling. It's not. It's not angry. It's just kind of like just this gr- begrudging kind of like, oh, um, My Little Pony season four has started and it continues to be just not what I want. I I think the dream's over. It's over. Hasbro just became evil again and stomped it out. And it's it's all it's ah uh, it's sad. It, but I mean, for a while there, I was on cloud nine. You were there at ground zero. You saw the excitement, and I guess I don't know. Like Lauren Faust left, and ever since then, I don't. It's just been this kind of gradual thing of just like I, I guess part of what I was hoping was happening was like corporately owned stuff, like a Hasbro property was actually somehow molded into something genuinely creative that was actually expressing thoughts and ideas, and it was cool. And now it is just reverting back to kind of whatever kids' entertainment. Like, the last episode was all about um, the author of the series of books that Rainbow Dash was way into, and I thought they might actually address things about writing and meeting your heroes and stuff. But they just kind of decided to do a cheap Indiana Jones type thing. And it was the laziest direction they could have gone in. And I was kind of just bummed out. That said, they are letting you watch the new episodes on the site ad-free. So they're at least catering to the internet age a little better. But if the content isn't up to snuff, it kind of doesn't matter. So 
I like Dreams how the over. song got a little happier when you got to that part. Yeah, it's just like, but they are offering this. So just like a little ray of hope, but not. That's, I don't know. It's so weird how that worked out. Yep. <sighs> Ponies, man. I know. Heartbreaker. Well, it's just I wanted it to be something more. And the people who are way into it were way into it for the wrong reasons. And it just, I don't know. I, my zeal eventually just became more cynicism. And I hate that that happens. Still got my pinky pie teacup, though. I'm going to drink coffee and. You know what I don't like? I'm going to go back to LinkedIn. Yeah. I don't like that my mother endorsed me for stuff. (laughs) Like, that doesn't look good. It just looks weird because the stuff she endorsed me for was like social media and stuff like that. So so, yeah, like, what? My son I don't knows even Facebook. I don't even have you on Twitter. Like all you know is Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Anyways, I'm sorry. I don't like. I'm sorry about the pony thing. I'm more sorry that you had to talk over the dramatic piano music, but it felt right. It just felt no, right. It, it was fair. I mean, it's kind of just this goofy thing, but I don't know. Well. Like, uh, it's like, I mean, I don't know how serious to get about any of it, but it's just like, there's just like, as as bad as it was, as lied to as I was, living with just kind of like religion as a backbone to everything, like just like all right, this is just the way it is, and then you just kind of Ponies is worse. Orbiting from there, well, I've just been looking for like anything to replace that with, and it's just like enthusiasm for media just isn't like it's so weird and nebulous, like it's kind of like things spike for a little bit, but then it just kind of recedes back into this pool like there's nothing solid about any of it it's just like no everything's just kind of relative there's it's all subjective nothing's grounded at all in anything other than selfish nonsense like it's just there's no anchor anywhere so we're just kind of floating around and yeah i don't know you're getting called out in the chat for what for being for hating everybody who Mar- Marshmallow said Nathan won't follow anybody on Twitter. He hates us. And then no. he said he won't even follow me, and I'm going to be wearing a shirt with his face on it soon. Whoa. And then Mel I- says, I'm cool with Nathan hating us. At least Paul apologized for calling me a moron. I know Nathan wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't call you a moron in the first to place. To begin so. with. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of a weird thing. I... I've, I Sorry about the the following thing. I don't know. I've been trying to kind of just pare down the list. I don't think I unfollowed anybody spitefully or anything. But um, just developers and stuff. I've kind of been like, I don't care about this. I'm 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 not down. But okay. Can I be honest with you about something? What what? If you ever unfollow me, I'm probably gonna be actually mad at you, legitimately. Oh okay. Because I, I would. I don't know why you would either. Like, I would probably have to do something kind of fucked up for it to happen. Okay. But, like, it would just be like, I thought we were bros. Bro. No, I don't... I, wow, okay. I mean, 
as weird as it is, yeah, like when I see that number go down, I just go, oh, it's two ninety nine now. What happened to that? Actually, that being said, I unfollowed forty people <laughs> this past week. No, like about two weeks ago. But oh, okay. The way I do it is I block unfollow, so they unfollow me too. Oh, okay. But like, I don't know. It it was kind of sad because I had like six hundred and sixty six followers, and then I was just like. I don't like almost a hundred of these people that are following me and that I follow because everything they say is just like pointless shit. Mm-hmm. So I went ahead and unfollowed a whole bunch of them and like uh, block unfollowed most of them. And then like seeing that number goes down, even though I was the one doing it still kind of sucks. Oh, okay. The worst, the worst was um there was a period in time when Aaron and I weren't together and uh, I was talking to this chick. I kind of dug on Twitter and, like, we were chatting back and forth. She seemed cool, and, like, we seemed to like each other, and we had plans to go out for sushi and shit like that. And then, like, I got back together with Aaron, and everything was good, blah, 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 but I still wanted to be, like, friends, because she was a cool person. And she unfollowed me, and it was like a dagger in the fucking back, man. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, man. It was so bad. That's why every single person that follows me that, like, isn't a complete moron, which is most of them, I will say, a mm-hmm. lot of them are just like a lot of them are just almost bots or something like they're real people, but they're obsessed with like the follow Friday botting sort of thing where they follow everybody that their followers say to follow. So I have a whole yeah. bunch of people from that. I besides, did end up with some people from that kind of thing. So my numbers probably have been inflated. But yeah, like the legitimate people that follow me, I do enjoy them. That's the thing. I should probably use Twitter more as like an actual conversation thing. Like I was actually looking at trends and stuff during VGX and actually talking to people. And that was actually kind of okay. I I thought it would go bad, but it was actually pretty civil. That's what I did with the Dota, the international when going on, I was part of the conversation and talking to people about Dota. It's nice to be able to like hook up with people when something's going on. That you would ne- don't know at all, but like you have this thing in common. Yeah, That's our common link is this thing we're watching right now, so we can talk about that and then just move on. But yeah, I I should use Twitter better. I've just been like f- when I first got it, it was basically like I had Facebook, but it got to the point where there were too many people I knew on Facebook for me to like actually vent anything there. So it's just like, well, I'll just go yell at Twitter. Because who cares? Like it's just internet. I just be like, "Fuck this! This is garbage," and I don't need to hear about it from my relatives or anything, right? Right. Yeah. But now it's like I don't know. At some point, I've gotten a little gun shy over there too, because everything can sound so angry. But then every now and then, I just like I'm just angry. So what? Might as well use Twitter. I don't know. It's, every it's now and then, you fall apart. Every yeah. I need you now tonight. I need you more than ever. You know that song? Totally Clips of the Heart. Oh, yeah. Okay. Every time that's on the radio, I'm j- I, I die a little inside in the best possible way. Because that is such a like song from my past somehow, and I don't know how. It's one of those weird things that's like, I know this is connected to a major moment in my life that like I don't remember. So every time that comes on, I'm just like, Turn around, bright eyes. <laughs> Just like singing along. 
Oh, weird. I mean, like, I I don't know what it... Like, okay, Guitar Hero 1 had Ziggy Stardust in it. And yeah, Ziggy played guitar. Yeah, I played it a lot um, in my, like, later high school years. And then on the year, like, on the graduation night, I got lost on the way to the grab party. And I was driving just in the middle of nowhere. And then that song started playing on the radio. I was like, oh, my God. And I just had this, like, amazing moment just listening to this song in the dark in, like, the middle of nowhere outside Airdrie. And I was just like, wow, man. Wait, wait, when you say outside Airdrie, do you mean, like, okay, this is going to be really specific for people that, this is for you and me, really. Unless, like, there's anyone else in the area that drove around Airdrie or anything. When you go into Airdrie from Calgary, you know, you have to turn left, sort of. You go on that road where, like, my old school was, uh, St. Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, but if you the... keep driving out there, it's yeah. just like nothing but field, and you can take that way to get to like Canmore or Cochrane or whatever, like to get, keep going that way. Yeah. But then like up ahead more, you go up a little hill and you can turn left. And if you turn left, that used to be the way you used to take to the movie theater. Yeah. No, we did go to see Minority Report via that route. But okay. okay, we used to go that route all the time, and some of the best moments of my life were like with a couple of friends listening to some music on that dark, like forgotten highway (laughs) where there's no one else there. And you're just like cranking a tune with somebody that you enjoy being around good times. Uh, sadly. Well, I mean, I did drive home from a friend's house and stuff on that route sometimes, but, uh, no, it was Northeast of the city. It was like, okay. Yeah. Fields everywhere. I I don't know. Nice I mean, house. I if, mentioned if you're it. driving out of Airdrie, there's fields everywhere. So I know. So, but I, yeah, it was a special song, special moment. I don't know why. Grad night. That was so long ago now. Now I'm actually getting nostalgic about stuff. It's not just like, oh yeah, that happened a couple years ago. It's like, no, that was actually quite a while ago. Like ten year high school anniversary is closer than you think. It's like, ah, I was gonna crap. say, do you ever feel old, even though we're not? Like we're not I at mean, all. Like, I don't know. It's like, I feel like I have the bitterness of, like, a 50-year-old from last generation, but already, which sucks. Like it's like, amplified because of uh, internet, though. Yeah, it's like everything's been accelerated, and now it's like, oh, no, I'm already bitter and cynical about the entire way the world works, but I'm not even 30. Looks like a rough road ahead. Like, I, I don't know. It's... Yeah, so... Sort of, but the worst is I used to work at a receiving for Staples in uh, St. Albert. And at that time, I think I was only like 21 or 22. And it's amazing how like even being 22, working in a place full of 16 and 17 year old girls talking about grad Mm -hmm. makes you feel real old, like you feel dated. It's like, oh, I remember grad. That was when I was innocent. Like, apparently I look younger than I am, generally. Like, people are a little When you surprised. don't have the facial hair, yeah. Yeah, like, it's just like, how old are you? 26. What? Oh, weird. Okay. Like, it's just like, oh, okay, sorry. I don't, I don't know. Like, that's happened a couple times. Today, though, has been just, like, today was, the tone was set just generally. Like, I don't know. I was just wearing it on my face or something. I had two different people just kind of comment on how down I looked. One was like, you look like 
dead, man. That was in receiving. And then someone was like, man, you just look really tired. So, I don't know. Today... The last time I got that was on July, not 3rd, 8th. When yeah. I went to work. And I was like, looking a little shitty. Pro- like, I hadn't slept very well the night before, because I never do. Because, like, insomnia problems or shit like that. Sleep apnea, I think. is. Yeah. Anyways, um... So I didn't I wasn't looking chipper and then like the whole thing with Ryan Davis and blah, blah, blah. It was shitty. It was a shitty day. Yeah. And, like people asked me, like, what's wrong? And I said, a friend died. <laughs> just like they're just like, oh, shit. Like, why are you at work? Sort of thing. It's like, how do you explain? I couldn't explain myself. I'm just like, it's OK. I know. Like, I mean, I couldn't explain that. Like this friend I had met only like a couple of times, but I had been following like i knew about him for most of my adult life yeah like it's definitely been a weird thing to kind of explain like no that was the most impactful like loss this year just like what what about these no i'm i I know that's weird but sorry it's just it didn't hit as hard like it's just yeah i don't know it's it's been quite quite the year and it's only gonna get worse because more people are out there and they're getting old too. So That's right. Everybody listening, people are dying every day. Make sure you're not one of them. Make sure, yeah. I don't want to I don't want to hear any sad news coming through my Twitter feed. I would want to know. I would want to know if one of our major followers died. I think I would need that closure. I would yeah. Uh, Jeez. Dark, throwing dark this this week too. No, cuz like there was a person that used to follow my stream all the time mm-hmm. and uh, her name was Purple Slinky. And, like, a lot of the OG stream people, if they're in the chat right now, they'll know Slinky. But um, she was around all the time. And then she just disappeared one day to the point where her old Gmail address was no longer a thing. All of her accounts are locked. Like, she's gone. Her internet persona is gone completely. Like, did you do like say something? Or no, she, no, I didn't do anything. She, she just left. She was just gone from the internet. And Weird. it's the weirdest feeling to, like kind of know somebody for so long that it's just like we didn't know each other for like more than a year but every time i streamed for like eight hours she was there the whole time so like Mm -hmm. you knew this person for at least like a couple hundred hours and then they disappear out of your life forever so weird internet connections slinky if you're still listening like send an email let us know you're okay let me know you're okay that's all i care about that's all i care about (sighs) <sighs> well, now that I'm thoroughly depressed, maybe we should go on to voicemails. <laughs> okay. Sorry, uh, I'm, just, we, I'm not like, yay, fun and games this week. It's just been like, oh, Saints Row. Oh, this makes it worse because now I'm back. <laughs> now I'm back. Anyways, we only have one voicemail this week, and it is from longtime listener, longtime caller Meowth. So let's see what she had to say. Happy 100th episode. Thank you. Also, Paul, why did you have to be so mean last week? Oh, man. And also, can I have hugs so I can feel better? Because that was mean what you said last week. God damn it. I thought, oh, man, I thought Twitter, unless maybe she doesn't listen to part of it. And then she heard what you said. 
So mean. I mean, it's just Thanksgiving, just because it's a month later. But I'm so sad. I felt genuinely bad about that right after. I'm not going to yeah. lie. I really yeah. did. Yeah. Um, it just kind of came out. It Like, we had been snarky for four hours up to that point. Yeah. And it's just like... It's late at night. Calling out my national holiday. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, a special message for Meowth 900. I am so sorry. There you go. I am the most sorry I have ever been in my life. And I hope that one day you might find it in your heart to forgive me and we could go on with the rest of our lives. This I pledge to you, my friend, my colleague, my longtime follower. I never meant to hurt you. I never meant to make you cry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the track's getting so much play this week. Amazing. <laughs> All right. <sighs> we should almost credit the composer or whatever. Just like, th- thanks so much. Open source, sad music. Yeah. It. <laughs> creative, it's a Creative Commons one, so we're allowed to use it as long as we don't make money off of it directly. Yeah. So, there you go. Anyways, I do apologize. That's a, that might have been insincere sounding because of the music. <laughs> like, the overdramatic music makes everything have, like, Sound cheesy or something, yeah. A little bit, but I do apologize. I did feel bad about that. And I hope one day I can give you that hug. Anyways, if you wanted to send us a voicemail or to ask us why we're so sad, <laughs> I know some I know somebody that that can tell you how to do that. Right here, right now. Got a question or comment for the show? You can email us at podcast at pixelresponse.com or leave a voicemail using the voicemail feature on the right side of the main page. On Twitter, you can reach Nathan at Krasnor and Paul at Exposure. Be sure to check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash thepixelresponse and visit pixelresponse.com for more. That's how you can do it, people. 100 episodes and we're still going. Mm-hmm. We'll always be going. Maybe not always, because one of us might die and then the show dies. But oh, no. if that ever happens, we're going to have bigger problems to worry about than just the show. So, <laughs> But then yeah. there'll be this giant weekly catalog of our lives. Which is the Ryan Davis thing. Mm-hmm. That, that makes it hard when your whole yeah. life is documented somehow for new generations or people to revisit when you're dead yeah but fuck ryan davis why did you have to do it it's still yeah it was one I cheeseburger mean, over the line i think like every week it seems to come up but it's still just like i don't know like yeah there, there's just no way to kind of explain it properly like it's just like like yeah anytime the world is a buzz with like some other tragedy i just get kind of annoyed because it's just like you have no idea like this doesn't even compare just you shut have up. no idea what sadness is yeah 
like 95, 34, man. What the fuck? What is that? Yeah. Not even well, fair. You know what? That might be bad. We still have people that listen. God knows why, but we love you all. Yeah. And one of those people, Foxy the Kid who made the intro, also gave us an outro, so we're going to listen to that right now. On the next episode of the Pixel Response Podcast, Nathan gets hit by a car, Paul gets a bad touch at the zoo, and the boys jump to shark. Oh no! (laughs) Wait, what happens at the zoo? I get a bad touch at the zoo. Oh no. You get hit by a car, but more importantly, we jump the shark. What? 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 I don't. All right. Well, I'm curious what what will happen next week. That like we totally sell out or whatever. That's going to be weird. But I th- fair enough. I think we already have sold out. Pixel Dash. Or maybe they just mean we'll play like the Jaws game or something. Like, well, yeah, I actually did. We should do that. Yeah, you can. Like, while you play as more game dudes coming. I swear. Bye, guys. care about Titanfall? No. Yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> I think we might have already cynically said who cares about Titanfall last week, but it's fair, <laughs> worth repeating. Like, who? I don't know. I don't care. It's just, you're going to play as giant-ass robots and play Call of Duty with them. Like, it's boring. Right. Like, that people are acting like, wow, the, t- the team that invented Call of Duty, they figured out, they, like, rebuilt the wheel. This is amazing. It's just like, they just threw fucking robots in it. Like, that's not even... Like the Mech Assault Two did that. Like they literally did that ten years ago, and yeah. it wasn't that great. So no, it really wasn't. Like whatever. Like yeah, you can j- jump up in the air and eject from your mech, and it's just like what? Like whatever. Who cares? This is just like it's just another fucking shitty shooter. It's just got giant robots in it. Is everyone high? Ugh. I don't care. Just I just do not. That's 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 what I give that game. Up. Out of ten. <laughs> I'm just reviewing it. First review for Titanfall is out. <laughs> out of ten from Pixel Response. I'll gladly put our site's name on there. It's just that. like a balloon deflating slash yeah. ten. And you're just like, what does this even mean? How do you put that on Metacritic? Uh, it's a point seven out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Point seven out of ten. <laughs> It's like, we checked your Steam profile. You have no playtime registered there. You don't own an Xbox One. So it's like, oh, I just, I watched people talk about it. And I was like, I'm going to judge this. This is not good. It's not good. I don't know. Game criticism. What, what is it What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Say it again. Game. Viewers. Good God, y'all. What are they good for? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> oh, paid. I'm, right. I'm so glad I didn't turn the recording off yet. Oh, no. It's like I've, the boat feature. <laughs>